It's motherfucking podcast time. Dude, it's motherfucking guns and radio. And it's Monday too. So I mean we're, we're gonna brand up that Monday one way or another. So that's right. We're gonna do our best to. Uh, cause unlike the title of the song, we do care mm. about you. Each and every one of you, all whoever's listening right. to this podcast, any of our shenanigans, our side stuff, um, you listen to Shotcast, listen to Getting Dizzy with it, which season two, we're like already a little over halfway through now, so. I know, right? Uh, I think, let me see something here. I'm going to check something out real quick, because now I'm curious. After this song, I've got three more. For Dizzy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because this week, so this will be. Oh, oh wait, no, the wait one you've already heard. They've already heard American. Yeah, Girl. yeah. We just sorry. Taped yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. The, the, the whole taping schedule recently has been a little. <laughs> we're like, what do you want to tape first? Yeah, tape. let's just do this one first. Fuck it, you know. Uh. Yeah. So we haven't taped American Girl, but they'll hear that before they hear this. So yeah. then three more. Yeah. So there's three episodes left of getting dizzy with. Yeah, because I think the next one we're doing is it. I believe it's there's. I know there's still there's a Beastie Boys cover we gotta do. You gotta fight for your right to party under my thumb yeah. and no quarter. I don't know though. That don't sound right. Let's look into that. Why don't we look into that? Uh, I think there's one more. Guys, yeah. Why don't we look into that? You guys watch this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your host. Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. Oh, episode number 179 of the Guns and Radio podcast as we inch ever so much closer to our big, grand, awesome, epic, whatever other friggin' adjectives you can use. Our Play. Big, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <You see how? laughs> yes, the season three finale is just a, a couple of short weeks away, actually, which is really fucking crazy. Like, wow. Yeah, it's really weird to think how close it is that it. We're, this, yeah, uh, we're fucking close, celebrating th- uh, the end of three years and the start of our fourth one. Hell yeah, and many more to come. Uh, I was wrong. Okay, so there's mm-hmm. American Girl, Godzilla, Fight for Your Right to Party, Under My Thumb, Let's Spend the Night Together, No Quarter, and Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. So I'm there's one, more. two, three, four, five. Yeah, there's still five left. So all you people hoping we was about to stop getting dizzy with it. No, we still got time, man. Uh, I got some bad news because you know what we're going to be doing every Saturday? Getting dizzy with it. 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 And that's what we do during the intro. Getting dizzy with it. <laughs> oh, oh okay. again. <laughs> We're gonna have a dance party today. Yeah, but this isn't getting dizzy. But this is Guns and Radio, goddammit. And we finally, after a very long time, we actually got a Guns and Roses song. Who would have oh thought? Oh my god! 
You know what this calls for? Getting dizzy with it. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's all great. Yeah, we got a Guns N' Roses song. But it's a fucking cover. Of course it is. But get look a gift horse in the mouth, so... You know what? Uh, At least we covered most of the shitty ones already. Spaghetti Incident actually has had some good some good stuff for us. Yeah, we have covered all the shitty ones. At least we got The Seeker, yeah. uh, Black Hole Sun. Yeah, uh, I don't think we have done Black Hole Sun yet. Or did we? We did it on Shotcast. Okay, we probably did it on a Shotcast way back, I don't remember. But I mean, if you want to put it back in the wheel, by all means. No, no, let's let's not. <laughs> I had actually forgotten that until uh, <laughs> this uh, this week, the new computer arrived. Thank you, by the way, to all of our Patreon friends and all the people who listen to us on Spotify, because that's how we paid for it. Which is why you're not why I'm not glitching like a son of a bitch right now, or mm-hmm. throwing things at the monitor. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> unstable in our fucking intro. <laughs> Uh, seriously, dude, this computer, it's this one, has been needing retired for a long time. It's not going at the bottom of the pile with the other laptops that I'm too lazy to pull data off of, but it's going, uh, it's getting its rest. It's in semi-retirement. So, uh, (laughs) it actually came early. I didn't expect that. Oh, shit, that's what she said. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, oh. <laughs> but man, it came in the nick of time because I have been grinding away along with Franz, who is assisting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have both been getting ready for season four, which is about to be. Uh, you guys may not even recognize us. We're going to look so much sexier. Yeah, season four, El Cuatro's Caballeros. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to play the trailer at the end of this episode? Should we? I don't know, man. It's got the new theme song in it. Yeah, I don't. I mm, I don't think we should spoil the, the new theme song. We should probably save it for the finale. Save it for the finale. Well, or we could save it for the premiere. I don't know. I don't know. We'll think about it. We'll yeah, that's it. something to definitely debate. But new intro, a lot of new new new. I was going to say new shenanigans, new shit coming soon. Yeah, a lot of new, uh, and a lot of new changes for Guns and Radio. Positive ones, positive ones. But what won't change is your boys, Dusty Bones and Chris Caputo, going to be here together with you each and every week, holding your hand, helping you cry yeah. away the pain sometimes when we have to listen to a Dove song or a Rapid Fire. <laughs> rapid Fire really had two of those. I mean, we still got three to go, but that's. What? Uh, who knows with the, the, the fucking wheel what he wants to do this. Uh, let's just try not to talk about rapid fire too much because I don't want to speak. Yeah, you, you say that like five times fast. It's going to be like, oh. Yeah. Anyway, um, while we're on the topic, though, of season four and mm-hmm. getting to the end of season three, I think it's just as good a time right now as any for us to take a look back at what we have determined is the number seven greatest moment. Seven. Yeah, number seven. Because we, we did 10, 9, and 8. That's right. 
And now we're going to check out the number seven greatest moment of season number three. Oh, look, we get video this week. How nice is this? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Smoking dudes I knew a guy who was I didn't always know what Tinder was, though. Did I ever tell you the story about the first time <laughs> I got dudes. on Tinder? Oh, my God. I, I don't think I've ever told you. ever told me this. Or okay, so I, I was married. All right. I was married at the time. <laughs> And everybody oh, was good. on Tinder and everybody was talking about Tinder. So I thought mm. it was a new social media like Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> so I signed up and I signed up and it said, what do you want to see men or women? So I didn't realize what I was saying. So I was like, both, I guess. Why the fuck are you asking me that? Because I got a lot of friends. And then, I, and then I saw all my buddies on there. So I'm like liking all my buddies, swiping on them, trying to, because I thought we was going to be friends now. On Tinder. <laughs> and, uh, one of them ended up texting me and was like, yo, dude, uh, I saw you got a Tinder account. And I was like, yeah, man, did you did you add me? I, I tried to add you on there. And they was like, no, I didn't. Hell no. I was like, oh, dude, why not? And he was like, dude, do you know what that is? And I'm like, no. And he's like, I was like, I get, well, I didn't say no because I thought I knew what it was. I thought it was fucking social media. I was like, he's like, yeah, it's like Twitter and shit, I guess. I ain't figured out how to post on there yet, but whatever. We'll figure it out. And he's like, dude, it's for meeting up and fucking. And I was like, oh, shit. So I quit. I, I had to delete it. And then uh, my wife was there, like, because she was there when I got the phone call. And she was like, what's going on? Like, what's up? And everything. And so I was like, hang on, I'll tell you in a minute. So I had to figure out how to delete the fucking profile altogether so other people wouldn't see it. It's a lot harder than you'd think. Delete the account and everything <laughs> and get completely, and then I deleted the app. And so I finally told her, I just told her the truth. And I was like, listen, this is what happened. And she thought that was the funniest shit. Oh, yeah, she made fun in of the me. the fucking for... world. And I was embarrassed by it, but yeah. like, at the time. But, like, she was telling all her friends and shit. And I'm like, don't tell every fucking <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was, it is funny though <laughs> so that was my one day short lived tinder experience when it first came out and i was lucky enough to have a friend good enough to see me on there to call yeah. me <laughs> and knowing i didn't know what the fuck i was doing yeah hey, you know i was a little offended at first because i couldn't figure out why my friends weren't adding me don't worry, Dustin. If you added me on Tinder, I'd definitely slave right. <laughs> I could have started this whole Guns and Real podcast even earlier. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It'd been a completely different experience. How'd you guys meet <laughs> on Tinder? <That's>... What? <laughs> and you know how this fan community is. They'd eat that shit up. Yeah. They'd kill us. They'd eat us alive. Yeah. Be funny, though. Uh... <laughs> Well, we met on Discord, and and uh, you know, I know somebody that's a hooker that uses Discord. Yeah, yeah, because Discord is like the most heterosexual place to meet people. <laughs> uh, all you got to be is like have a woman's profile picture, and you can probably get dudes to send you money. That's true. I mean, rather that or just go uh, get away with it on 4chan. Oh. Yeah, not a lot of women on 4chan either. By the way, I'm drinking White Claw Natural Lime today. Mm. I'm down to four claws left from oh, my Fourth of July. Oh, excuse me, from my Fourth of July. I think you should pound them all down in the finale. <laughs> I don't know if I'll have them left over because there's next week.
week and then the two getting busy with it, I'll be done with them before the finale. Unless oh, I save them. I got something else to pound down in the finale. It's been in my fridge already for two weeks, so I hope come finale it's still good. Oh, I, I hope so too, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try a drink I have never tried before on our finale. Ooh. And plus, I mean, we've got a couple, hopefully got a couple of guests. we got to line up a taping time. Yeah. Uh, tape with those guys. Huh. Uh. Yeah, man, and if you guys want anybody back, we should get Matt Manzella to come on and update us on his See, maybe. Yeah. I mean, listen, the dude's married. He's got a lot of other priorities. (laughs) (laughs) He's got better shit to do than fuck with us while we fuck with him about his new album that ain't never coming (laughs) out. I mean, it it will. Just got to give the man time, you know. Yeah, that's what they said about that remix album. Next thing you know, Matt Manzel is going to be doing a remix album. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing a remix all of Chinese Democracy. By Matt Manzel. Yeah, Matt Manzel's Democracy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, well, up next, guys, our song of the day is I don't care about you, but you know, we actually, we actually do care a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's why, you know, uh, uh, we give you $5 for free on cash app. When you use the link in the description to uh, install the app. Plus we help you hook up your credit score with the capital one platinum MasterCard Mm -hmm. link in the description of that as well. And that's all I'm going to say about those, but other people, you know, I've always found uh, that, you know, people have different situations in life, uh, sometimes good, sometimes bad. And uh, no matter what the situation a person is in, I have never been one to judge somebody myself. So that's why I get Caputo to do it. It's time for another edition of... know if i came in the courtroom and that guy was looking at me i'd shit my pants i'm going to jail (laughs) this is just a speeding ticket (laughs) yeah i just want to fuck the average taxpayer over that's okay (laughs) so for those of you that don't know caputo's court is when judge caputo here uh is going to make a ruling on some things this is where we get on reddit and uh, we go to the uh, Reddit R am I the asshole? R slash am I the asshole? And uh, we read some people's stories, and then Caputo judges and decides whether or not these people are assholes. So if you've ever wondered if you're an asshole, I guess post on there and hope we do the bit one day <laughs> when we see it, because we usually just pick the freshest one, so we make sure we're not. Um, reading the same shit over and over again. Um, a lot of wedding stuff is coming up today. Uh, I mean, it is wedding season, so. Yeah, it's, uh, it's beautiful weather and stuff like that. 
couple months left. Um, let's start out with something light. All right. Um, we'll work our way up. Yeah, we'll get to some of the heavier stuff. Um, but we're going to uh, we're going to start with something light. So, Judge Caputo, am I the asshole for uninviting my friend to my wedding after he lost his arm in an accident? Okay, I need some context here. <laughs> so this is me, and he is a 32-year-old male. Yeah, so also, is your friend the guy, old, the, who's that famous drummer who lost his arm in a fucking accident? Oh, oh, Def Leppard. Um, oh, man, what is his name? God damn it. Oh, it's going to fuck with me. Uh, da, 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 hang on. Def Leppard. Drummer. Tony Keening. Is that, Keening? No, that wasn't the guy. Was it wasn't like Tony Keening was... is the drummer. Oh, he's the one. Oh wait, no, 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 no. Rick Allen. There we go. Rick Allen. I guess that's his real name. No. no. Well, who the fuck is Tony Keening? Why is it? Tony Keening, Def Leppard, pour some sugar on me. No, it's Tony Keening. Lost arm in car accident. Listen, Rick Allen. Okay. There we go. Is it Rick Allen? Yeah, I, I literally, literally looked up drummer who lost arm in car accident. Def Leppard drummer Rick Allen's wrecked Corvette. The crash took his left arm in 1984. Okay, it is Rick Allen. Okay, you're right. Yeah, I was gonna say, is this guy's Rick Allen? Friend? Then who would? Then why was Google telling me Tony Keening? Who the fuck is Tony Keening? You probably looked up the current drummer. That's probably who it is now. I guess maybe. Well, they got another one-armed motherfucker? Because the last time I seen him, he still had one arm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's happened since 20... That was in Maybe that's a former drummer. I don't know. Nah, Touring drummer. Who gives a shit? Oh, uh, one of the four original members of the pre-LEP uh, band Atomic Mass. The band which would become Def Leppard. So he is their original drummer before they yeah. were Def Leppard. Atomic Ass. Well, he doesn't count, just like Tracy Guns doesn't count. Yeah, and like all these other guys. They're in like yeah. Hollywood Rose. Like, cool. I think there's only Unless one you get credit on Guns N' Roses song, you're not even part of the band. That's right. Unless you're on the flag and my on my wall behind me. No, nah, well, I mean, like a couple of guys did get credit. I think like Chris Weber got credit on a, on a song that he wrote that they took from Hollywood Rose. And then. Chris Weber, that's the guy I was thinking of. Yeah, he was a drummer. He was, he was the old drummer for Steven Adler. Or was it, oh, okay. Was it, or someone else. I don't fucking remember. I know he was part of Hollywood Rose. Okay. Or he was part of one of the, one of the guns or the roses. <laughs> too many fucking people in this guy. <laughs> there is too many people. So anyway, this guy, this guy, he says, uh, me, and he's a 32-year-old male, and my future wife, Alice, who's 25. Ooh, I hope I can give me a 25-year-old. Damn, that's been dead. <laughs> have been dating for five years. We have a mutual friend. His name is Ezra. And Ezra? he's 30. Ezra, I guess. Sure. Wait, Ezra Miller? The guy from <laughs> <laughs> a few months ago, Ezra had an accident. He was hit by a drunk driver and he survived, but sadly he lost his arm. Luckily, he had a great recovery and he's doing better now. Okay, let me say this. After a long conversation, Alice told me that she thought that if Ezra went to our wedding after his recovery, it would take away from our spotlight and that our friends would be too focused on him. She thought that our wedding would have been 
uh, the first time we were all together physically since that's happened to him. And let me tell you, everybody loves Ezra. He is one of those insanely charming guys, and he's an honestly a great person, and I do love him. I told Alice that she was being silly, and that would be that it would still be our day, but that I feel that maybe it was too much pressure for Ezra for uh, that very same reason, as there would be so much attention on him. So I talked to Ezra the next day, and I asked him if he was comfortable about doing the wedding, and I told him Alice's concerns, too. To be fair, Ezra said, no problem, man, it's your day, and I thought that that was the end of it. However, now my friend's group chat is burning because everyone thinks I uninvited Ezra because my wife hates him, and she's uh, an ableist and a uh, terrible person or whatever. Uh, like I said, there are more factors than that. She is not an ableist. She's just under a lot of pressure because a wedding is very close, and I am too. So are we the assholes? See, it's, uh, hmm. When you put it in that context, not really. I don't know. See, at least he like talked to his friend, and he wasn't just like, yep, fucking kick him to the curb. Like, At least he actually explained himself to this guy. Yeah. Maybe, even if it was taken maybe, you know, to that context... Unfortunately, it, it, his fucking douchebag friends seem to have to pick their nose in everyone's business. And, you know, typical woke mob mentality, this guy's ass. But you're fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, shut the no. fuck. Shut up. So I, I really don't see it. Like, I can see both sides. Like, yeah, you don't, you know, it's your wedding day. You only get one. Well, I mean, if, uh, if, you're, if you're Ric Flair, you got nine. So. <laughs> 16 times. <laughs> <laughs> um,. Sixteen hours. Uh, Ric Flair or a one percenter, you get at least three to twelve, so it doesn't matter. Um, but, but yeah, most people only get one way day, so I can understand why. Like, you know, his wife's side of things, it's like you can see why. But at least he went to his friend and be like, "Listen, I know it's he's probably, I guess, assuming still recovering from this. I don't know, if, you know, can if I he's give you a comfortable. piece, a yeah. piece of the puzzle that I know that you don't have. Mm. I've been married. Okay, yeah. I've had a wedding day." And my wedding day was one of the most stressful and exhausting days of my life. I wasn't even the bride. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, Planning that kind of shit. And it's like I the have biggest been, part of your life. Pardon me. No. Oh, yeah, I had Sorry, cat. Anyway, <laughs> that was one of the most stressful days of my life. And I have been on business trips where I've had to go and be gone for a week at a time and stay up all night working on projects. I've committed 48 hours to working on a project uh, to, to develop training for a goddamn factory machine in Atlanta, Georgia, while I was in fucking Tupelo, Mississippi. <laughs> I've been through some stressful shit. And one of the single stressiest, stressiest days of my life was my wedding day. To the point that they thought they wanted to get a shot of us driving away for the wedding video after the wedding. Me and my wife looked at each other and said, and she said, punch it. And I hauled ass and got the fuck out of there. We ditched the whole affair. As soon as we said our ideas, ate our cake, took a few pictures, and then they wanted to do that for the video. We saw an out and we hauled ass. <laughs> and uh, people was calling an hour later and we were done long gone, turned our phones off. <laughs> and we ran. Only people that knew were my best man and uh, uh, her mom that we weren't coming back. Damn. <laughs> yeah, we I was, yeah, I was going to put that into context too. Like, dude, I, 
you hear all the fucking wedding horror stories about like people trying to plan this shit. So you can definitely see like it's it's you only get one. You want it to be you know as as perfect as possible or as perfect whatever whatever people's visions and, of perfect is. You know. I mean, let Ezra come to. I I would think if that was mine, let him come to the damn rehearsal dinner. At see least. how it goes. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad. And then idea. everybody can get it out of their system. Smart. Ezra, you know what I mean? That's what I would do. But you mm-hmm. know, there's other thing other ways than not inviting a friend because oh, let me tell you, the whole wedding thing can cost friend friendships for life. Yeah. Somehow, some way. Yeah. But so. I don't know, in this situation I, I kinda don't because it's not like he just like went behind like this dude's back and just like you know said whatever undercut him at least went to explain and like mm-hmm. tried to you know be rational about it so i don't really see him as the asshole i see more of his the people in this group chat as a bunch of fucking assholes but need to mind their business yeah i need to shut the fuck up and stop assuming shit all right well uh there you go folks so caputo you're saying no you're not the asshole well, with the context I'm getting, I don't think so. Oh, hang on one second. Keep them entertained for a second, Chris. Uh-oh. Give us more Vita explanation. I got to grab something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so while Dustin grabs that, I was like, um, just just con- uh, just based on the context, you can't really say that he didn't try to like explain himself. You know, can't can't blame fucking okay, other man. people for. Uh, oh, that was pretty quick. I ran. I hauled ass. So I grabbed the... Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next case. Uh, this one is a another wedding story. And, uh, oh, this one is long. Uh, not too long. Not too long to actually read. Okay. I thought that might be a problem. That's another thing. If you're posting on this Reddit, damn, I'm out of shape. With the intent on us reading it on our show, don't make it too long to actually read. The next question for Judge Caputo, would I be the asshole if I attend a wedding and my pregnancy is announced because I will not be drinking? There are two things you don't do at somebody else's wedding. You don't announce a pregnancy Oh, hell no. There's a whole episode of How I Met Your Mother on that. <laughs> and you don't propose. Oh, fuck no. No. What? No. Propose at yeah, somebody I'm just else's propose wedding. And then um, I'm going to basically steal your whole wedding. Like I know. No. That's fucking highway robbery right there. Yeah. I were to ship you this, by the way, just for this bit. When you come to America, I will give you this. Think you can get it past customs? Maybe. I don't know. Probably, I could probably throw in the carry-on, it's fine. Listen, if I was like Tommy Lee, I would just go like that and whip my fucking man, <laughs> man meat out there or something. Oh yeah, we were going to talk about that. We'll talk about that after the bit. Yeah. Just well, say well, that whoever, memorize the name that's engraved on it, because I bought this at an estate sale. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 memorize yeah, it tur- turns out you have, like, fucking Ruth Bader Ginsburg's fucking cow. 
it was 50 cents and i was like judged up judge jeff jones well sometimes you know like you and your buddies will be or like you'll have a roommate or a girlfriend and you'll get in an argument and you've made up your mind about something and you need to let her know my decision is fine what is the the gavel i will be the judge of this (laughs) that was more power than force camera right there quit your bitching (laughs) we're not talking about this anymore i have made my decision woman Be Next gone. order of business. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, season three funniest moment honorable mention right here. <laughs> uh, be... Too close to the deadline. Yeah, we missed the deadline. Would I be the asshole if I attend a wedding in my pregnancy and ask because I'll not be drinking? Okay, so here's the story. Uh, my boyfriend and I have been dating on, uh, for the for 12 years, and I decided to start trying for a baby. They're not even married. They're just dating. We have not announced that we were trying for the baby because it will result in our families lecturing us about how getting married and having a wedding is uh, all that. But we don't want a wedding, and marriage isn't important to us. Oh, we so have a just family. Simmons. You'll just do it when you, you know, finally decide to point out the money, you cheap bastard. Hell yeah. I'd rather get married than have a baby. Yeah. Uh, We have a family wedding to attend this weekend. Therefore, I took a pregnancy test just to double check before I took a weekend of heavy drinking. Well, it was positive. And we are so excited. I do not want to announce that I am pregnant until we go to the doctor after 12 weeks. This happens so quickly that I'm not sure what to do. The bride has been dreaming about her wedding day her whole life and all the attention should be on her. I don't Mm. want to take her spotlight. This will be the first grandchild in my family, and I assume that everyone will be excited. The problem is that I drink alcohol and I get drunk at every family event. So my family loves to party, and we take shots together, shotgun beers together, and randomly challenge each other to drink to chugging contest. I am fully involved in the festivities and instigate a lot of the drinking. Basically... It will be very noticeable that I am not drinking and that I am refusing shots. I am planning on pretending to drink beers by replacing it with water, but I don't think it will actually fool my family. We are staying in a hotel where the reception is taking place. Therefore, I could not just say that I'm the designated driver. My family will notice that I'm not drinking this weekend and correctly conclude that I am pregnant. I cannot imagine missing my cousin's wedding, but also I could never imagine stealing the bride's spotlight with my pregnancy. I know the bride will be angry if there are rumors about my pregnancy during her wedding. My cousin will be annoyed that I made his new wife angry, but he is reasonable and would not actually be mad at me. So would I be the asshole if my pregnancy gets announced or rumored at the cousin's wedding, or should I just stay home sick? That's tough. That is very tough. I mean, Why not before? What do you mean? Why didn't she announce it before? Yeah, just do it the weekend of. Fuck it. Fuck it. She's got 12 weeks. Oh, oh, the wedding is going to happen before oh. the 12 weeks. Okay. Oh, okay. Shit. Uh, let's see here. My boyfriend oh, well, says... Is, is abortion legal in your state? <laughs> That's what I would say. <laughs> Well, if it is, uh, you know. So it, basically, she's saying, would she? 
would she be the asshole if she shows up like this and the rumor mill or whatever starts to spread? Listen, rumors aren't... Unless you start the rumor, then you're not the asshole. If you start the rumor, then yeah, you're a fucking asshole. But she's a raging alcoholic, it sounds like. Yeah, that's what it definitely sounds like. I'm like, honey, you need like a an AA, like yesterday. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So what do you think, Chris? This is tough. This is very tough. It's very tough. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's like a bit of both, though. I think it's best to tell some people. I do. Yeah. Now. Yeah, I do it before. Say like, oh, I maybe, but I'm just gonna keep it safe. Like, or you can just make some like bullshit excuse, like, oh, I'm not feeling well. Whatever, drink, whatever. Yeah. But then that would just lead more to that. Like you can't. I don't know. There's a lot. It's pretty tough to make up a, a somewhat valid excuse. I mean, like she did back herself into a corner. It seems like. Just say that you've got an infection, mm-hmm. a yeast infection, <laughs> and they put you oh. on an antibiotic that will make you violently ill if you drink alcohol. That's also a good point. Like, there's you got to think of some like very creative excuses in, in certain situations like this. Yeah. So like, mean, make it not obvious. If it ain't obvious, I'm not. I'm not fucking. Uh, Against lying to the family. Yeah. As long as you can keep up the lie and remember the lie that you told. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll remember when you got a fucking nice baby bump over there. What's yeah. this? Oh, yeah, that's a fucking placebo. That's a placenta in there, whatever. Or, <laughs> that's a fetus. I don't know. I'm not the one aborting these things, so. Oh, man. Okay, well. What's your final decision? Oh, man, this is tough. But you know what? Wait, was she... So was this chick planning on saying something? No, she thinks that she's not going to steal the spotlight. She's not going to do it intentionally, but people Mm. will notice when she's refusing to drink any alcohol. Her point is people will see her not drinking, and she drinks so much that her not... it, It will be conspicuous by the fact that she's not drinking. Yeah, or just say like, yo, I'm taking a fuck doing a sober month. Everyone fucking does that now. It's sober September. Yeah, Sober right. October or whatever. Sober November, I don't know. And she'll say, it's my fucking wedding. Fuck you and your sober October. And then she'll be pissed about that. I'll tell her, fuck you. It's my body, not yours, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> my body, my choice. Yeah, so, so I guess I'm, you're leaning towards no. You're not the idea. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards no. All right. Not the asshole. Because it was like, oh, I'm planning to do it at this wedding. And then, yeah, fuck you, go to hell. But, like, it seems like it's going to be out of her control either way. This doesn't sound very gavelly. This plastic table. You got to pipe in a sound effect in post, maybe. I don't know. Or something I can hit that sounds. I don't know. Yeah. Eh, we'll roll with it. Should be Just watching. Up. Just have it there. Why am I swinging the gavel anyway when you're the judge? That's the kind yeah. of judge he is. He can't even be bothered to swing yeah. the gavel. You're doing it on my behalf, bitch. <laughs> 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 Once we do this shit live and in person one time, I'll, I'll be swinging the fucking gavel. That's right. 
We're going to do this in person, man. We're going to have like a fucking 14-hour episode where we're getting all these bits We're going to record like four in a row and just say, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Am I the asshole for refusing to go to a friend's 21st birthday due to allergies? I say, is that my mic to sniffle? Let's, Let's hear some context. What kind of allergies? I was invited to my friend Stacy's, and she puts fake name, but we're going to say Stacy, to my friend Stacy's birthday celebration a few days ago. She's been very excited as uh, she is in the last of our friends group to turn 21 and has been keeping her birthday party planning. Yeah, congratulations, Stacy. Woo, girl. Woo. Mostly secret so she can surprise us all. Turns out she's organized a few of her friends as well as some others friends from her college to go to her cheer team and have a picnic in our city's botanical gardens. What the, un- that's oh, fucking lame. Sorry. Yeah. You turned I'm 21, un- not 67. Jeez. Okay. Sounds like one of the Gilmore girls would do. <laughs> I'm getting tired of the fireflies. Just go have a fucking picnic in the in, in a fucking garden. Uh, Stacy. Uh, well, just... Also, side question. Stacy's mom have got it going on. You know she does. Is she all I've wanted and have waited for so long? <laughs> you know it, man. Yeah. <laughs> if I was uh, just going for Stacy's mom, so there you go. So she says that she's not sure if these are global, but it's basically a large park with a lot of different plants for those of our international listeners that don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, it's like, here's 20 bucks. Go look at plants. Yeah, it's like... In my backyard. <laughs> We have one here in Jeff City, and you don't even pay for it. It's free, and you just walk around. Like, a lot of people, every time you go, though, there's always, like, a prom pictures being taken, especially, or somebody's taking wedding photos there. Uh, It's the governor's garden is what it's called here, and it's free, and anybody can go in, but they got, like, all kinds of flowers and everything. And, and and in all fairness, I took my mom there a couple of times when she came to Jeff City, but she is 60, so, you know. Yeah, that's that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. She picked out a spot right next to the rose display, as those are her favorite flowers, and they hold a lot of sentimentality uh, for her. Roses are also my favorite flower. That was the, when I did get married, that was my only demand. I let my wife plan the whole thing, but the only thing I demanded is I wanted real roses. And so we had real roses all over the place. And you know what? It smelled so good in there. But that was why. The issue is I'm quite allergic to flowers. I think hay fever, but worse. And uh, Mm. she goes, my eyes become itchy and they swell closed. My nose runs like a leaky trap. And uh, very rarely I can struggle to, uh, and very rarely I can struggle to breathe. The flowers I seem to be most allergic to are, would you like to guess, Judge Caputo? Roses. Roses, that's right. Roses really smell like ooh, ooh, ooh. That's right. Her, to her, they certainly do. Um, the breathing issue tends to happen when I'm exposed to them. Stacy does know about my allergies and has seen me have a few reactions over the years. I declined the invitation, and naturally, as the 21st are usually uh, an important celebration, She texted me why I couldn't come, so I told her, and she became quite upset with me and said that my excuse wasn't good enough. There must be a better reason, and I said, no, that's the real reason. 
and she became even more upset. She kept insisting that I come anyway, citing that I have medication to help me, but she must have forgotten that it was nasal spray, as I have reminded her, and she said that it was disgusting, and she didn't want to see that on her birthday. Even oh, though bitch. I offered to uh, run to the toilets, even though I offered to run to the toilets when I needed to use it. I tried to compromise with her and she said that I'd be happy to wear, uh, she said that I'd be happy to wear a mask. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I tried to compromise with her and I said that I'd be happy to wear a mask as uh, it may lessen the severity, but she shot down the idea as it was a picnic. So I'd have to take it off to eat and she didn't want a mask and be in all of our photos. So I said that I'd be happy to take her out for breakfast earlier that day so we could still hang out on her birthday, but she declined as all she as she wanted all of her friends to celebrate together. I don't want to miss her birthday, but I don't want to ruin it by being a sniffly mess and probably having a severe reaction. Am I the asshole? Yeah, I was even gonna like say like the like I guess the meds are shit that they give you for allergies with like that's so fucking weird. For something that seems like it sounds like very severe. Like yeah. that, they give you that. That's nothing. What the fuck? <laughs> it's so wow. That's People fucking don't think shit. Like it be, but it do. Yeah, unless you have to like double down and get like a, a reactant or something, whatever the equivalent is. Like you can get it at a, at a pharmacy, like over the counter. I don't know. I have allergies, and I just blow my nose and deal with it. Don't care. So. Yeah, because it seems like yours aren't even like that severe enough. You can just whatever they come and go. Some days, some days. Most of mine is in my breathing. Mm-hmm. That's where mine. Like I sniffle a lot, especially during the summer, as I'm sure you've noticed, with me constantly muting the mic. But uh, most of it's just like a have stopped and take good deep breaths after a while. Yeah. See, I, w- I would say she would be if her friend was, like, you know, trying to be, like, understanding, whatever. But her friend is acting worse than the spoiled brats that MTV fucking hired for my super sweet 16. Yeah, these kids these days. Fucking, you're 21. Shut up with the fucking entitlement. Go to a bar and drink like normal human beings. I uh, know! Get fucking plastered. <laughs> you can finally do it. You're 21 in America. And you decided to go to a fucking botanical garden. You could have done that at 16. Yeah, you could literally do that when you're like nine. Who cares? That's what I was thinking. Do that shit when you're like 45. Why don't you guys go to the fucking garden, have lunch. When we get to the drinking part, come pick me up and we'll get shit I'll meet you at a bar and I'll buy like two rounds, whatever. I don't give a shit. Yeah, sorry, honey, you're not the asshole. Your friend is a fucking asshole. I was about to say, your friend sounds like a cunt. Yeah, I mean, close enough. I, I mean, I try and reserve the c word for a lot worse, but I mean, it's borderline on there. <laughs> All right, how many more of these do you want to do? Well, let's see. We've been doing even well, we're like a little over forty minutes. We can do at least one or two more. I've got two lined up. Do you want to just kill one? But no, let's do both. Fuck it. Doing both. Okay. Doing both. All right, so I'll try to speed through this. Am I the asshole for not giving the same gift? Because I did skip through it a lot because it was all wedding shit. And I was like, can't be the wedding edition. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad idea. We got to see that for like November rain, maybe. There's a <laughs> wedding in there. 
Uh, we'll come back and then it won't be wedding season. Then they won't have any fucking wedding story. Shit. <laughs> Am I the asshole for not giving the same gift to my stepdaughter when I gave it to my children? All right. So this woman is 40 years old. She has three children. One is 21, 19, and 18. I'm already going to say, move the fuck out. Wait, hang on. You're 40 and you have one of your kids is 21. Jesus Christ, you're popping kids since 18? <laughs> I love how quick 19, you are. Sorry. On the, with your quick draw math there, buddy. I wouldn't Close. Have I, I think it was one off there, maybe. I'm trying to think. Closer than I would have been. 19? Yeah, I was like, shit. <laughs> Well, the three children in question are 21, 19, and 18 with her ex-husband, and they split 10 years ago. Uh, I've been with my wife of, I have three children. Oh, oh, okay. So she split with her husband and married a female. Okay. Oh, so she realized I don't like the, the peen? Now, that's fine, but it just confused me in the wording. Okay. Uh, so anyway, split with my husband 10 years ago, been with my wife now for six years. She has a daughter named Ruby, who is 14 from a previous marriage. My ex-husband and I are in a good financial position, and we have agreed that after the divorce, that each child's 18th birthday, we would give three gift options for them to choose from. A car. Oh, nice. Uh, with a value up to 20K. A okay. trip. Or we would furnish the house that they were living in. Me and my ex paid half and half. Recently, my youngest son asked for a trip. And I met Ruby when she was nine. My wife has 50-50 custody. And since we got married and lived together, I have a good relationship with Ruby. My wife and her ex-husband are in not such good financial condition. And I pay 70% of the household expenses. My youngest son came to me this week. And started telling me that he was planning to visit various countries in Europe at some point. And he mentioned that he looked forward to being 18 years old to get this gift, just like his siblings. Uh, Yesterday, Ruby said that she wanted to talk to me. And she said that she really wanted to have a 15th birthday party and asked if I could advance her 18th birthday present to have a nice party. I was a little embarrassed, but I tried to explain that this arrangement between me and my ex-husband We've been collecting this amount for almost 10 years for each child, and I haven't talked to her mother about it, but I made it very clear that her parent, that if her parents agreed that we could show that we could share and have a nice party. She looked disappointed, but said it was okay. Well, my wife found out and started yelling at me saying that I shouldn't have made my favoritism clear to her child and that it was mean to say that to her daughter, knowing that her parents are not so financially able. And now Ruby is asking her parents uh, to help and saying that I would too. She said that now I should have to pay 60% of the party since I came up with the idea. And I said that I didn't even know about the plans or whether they or whether they had Ruby turning 18. I don't know what the fuck that means, but that's what she wrote. I had to read that again. What? Yo. Uh, as they decided that, uh, as they decide Ruby things between, okay, I see what she's saying. They decide Ruby things between, so things that involve Ruby are decided yeah. between her ex-husband her. and her alone. And that's so it. her current wife and the wife's ex, whatever. Yes. They, okay. they, they do everything. They're the only ones that get a say in, in Ruby's life. 
uh, I love Ruby. I pay 60% of the party. Uh, that even, and I pointed out that even though I love Ruby, uh, I pay 60% of the party, which is money I don't have, is not very fair since she has her parents. Besides, my children's gifts were years gathering to give them, and now, at this moment, I have nothing saved. My wife is complaining about favoritism, and I really don't think that's the case. Ruby is angrier at her parents, uh, is angry at her parents, but not at me. So I think what she's trying to say is she gives 20 grand, something worth 20 grand to each of her three children. Yeah, like a car for 20 grand or maybe a trip would probably be less per se, like five or six grand. She's not going to do that for this one. Well, it didn't come out of her vagina, so. Hey, I've and been that can, kid in, yeah. in the family. I was the only poor one in my family, and I got treated like I was poor, where none of my cousins did. So mm-hmm. I know exactly how that feels. Mm-hmm. But what do you think? Is uh, she the asshole for, uh, what was the question? Let's go back to the question here. By the way, whoever wrote this, your grammar is atrocious. I helped you out as much as I could. Fucking fucking internet. Also fucking Reddit. (laughs) Yeah. So is she the asshole for not giving her stepdaughter the same gift? I well, I mean, you could give try and give something of like equal value, like of something. Yeah, got the money she saved for years to give these gifts to her children. Yeah, and she I, saved half of that, by the way. Hmm. To me, it seems like her wife wants a fucking sugar daddy or something. So, ah, uh, eh, it's tough because it's like, yeah, you could try and do something a little bit, like not equal on the same level, but like. I guess equal in thought. I don't know. Like whatever you can do at this point. Yeah. Like it, to me, and then like her her wife reacts like a like, like a crazy woman. Favoritism, like always jumping to yeah. conclusions. It seems like so. I don't, I don't think she's the asshole, especially because like this is a totally different marriage. And it's gonna be totally different things going on. Like yeah. And you're a same right. mother, man. Like. Fuck. Caputo says no. No. Lo- All right. I'm clearing the wrongdoings here. We don't have a lot of assholes coming in today. Maybe this let's last see. one will be quite an ass asshole-ish. Yeah, let's see what this last one is. Am I the asshole for being honest with my son when he asked if I was proud? <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. I think we've got one. Oh, listen. I still love my dad, but even he didn't break that honesty barrier. Even even he didn't lie about that. (laughs) I'm I'm not. I'm fucking disappointed. But... (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, So I'm going to try to skim through this one really quick. Let's see. It's not very long. Uh, My wife and I became pregnant with our son when we were both 20. We will admit that it was an unplanned pregnancy, but we love our son and we kept him. We didn't, you know, put him up for adoption or kill him or anything. Uh, We raised Jason to be kind and respectful and treat others well. And we uh, we thought that we succeeded. 
Jason worked hard to attend an elite university, and Jason and his first wife, Sarah, had a daughter named Simone. Unfortunately, Sarah passed away in a car accident before Simone's third birthday. Jason raised Simone until Simone was four. At that time, he met his second wife, and they moved two hours away. Simone lives with us. Jason visits once every two months. Okay, so the kid lives with his grandpa with her grandparents now. Um, so you 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 just abandon the kid and go for some pussy? Like what the fuck? That's what it sounds like. Uh, what are Jason, you at? <laughs> Jason My wife is dead. High five. Yeah, if he was a girl he would get away with this and there would be no question about it. Cause I've seen so many women that do this, that have kids and pawn them off other parents. This is literally like every eighth movie you'll see on the lifetime network. <laughs> I can't afford without it. Oh, you can't. Um, Boom, she's inside. Uh, Jason visits once every two months at best. He and his wife uh, would stay for the day, buy Simone a present, and Jason uh, would say when it was time to leave. Nina, I suspect he only visits and buys Simone a present because his wife makes him. His wife, Iris, is a lovely lady, and she insists that Simone should move in with them or that they should be closer to us uh, because she wants to be Simone's stepmom and spend time with her. But Jason shot down the idea, saying that Simone's moving in with them uh, would hurt his career, and uh, it's best for Simone if uh, to stay with Nina and I. What the fuck is his career? Not a stay-at-home dad, apparently. What the fuck? What? what? Oh, I had a kid that hurt my career. What are you, a male stripper? I don't know. Simone is a legend. <laughs> it's gonna really hurt your rep, bro. Come on. Uh, Simone is eleven now. She adores Jason. She makes drawings and cards for him. Uh, constantly breaks uh, uh, treats to spend with him uh, to send to him, and uh, it's devastating for her because she wants her dad. He is her hero, but he does not want to spend time with her. Her birthday was July, and she cried when Jason did not call to wish her a happy birthday. Iris has tried lying to Simone to make her feel better that the phone lines went down and Jason didn't forget, but Simone did not believe her. Simone is at summer camp all of this week, and Jason invited us to a party to celebrate the fact that he's received a promotion. During the party, Jason told me how much money he makes with his promotion and his title, and he said, you should be proud of me, uh, old man. Uh, And then he said, job title and an elite university alumni. Uh, I sighed and told Jason that honestly, I would have not been, uh, I have not been proud of him as of late. He may have a well-paying job, but he treats his own beautiful daughter as if she doesn't matter. Simone is his own little girl. She loves him so much and he doesn't even seem to care. Nina came back, uh, with drinks and Jason told her what I said. Nina told him that she agreed and that he does not treat Simone right. Most of the family says that, uh, uh, Nina and I were wrong to tell Jason that I was not proud of him. They said that uh, I should have known how much that statement hurts at any age because I was never good enough in my own father's eyes. They said that Jason is probably focused on stabilizing his career and Simone can move in with them afterward. They also said that Jason's own promotional party was not the time or place to call him out and I could have just congratulated him on all of his hard work and saved the drama for another day. And I feel like what I said needed to be said, but most of the family is disagreeing with me. Uh, Am I the asshole? See, that's tough. Yeah, I can see, like, the point. Like, maybe, like, this big party was in it. But I mean, like, this whole fucking story just sounds like something from, like, the Disney Channel. 
Like some kid getting fucking neglected or something. Yeah, there's some notes here. Uh, Jason does pay child support. Uh, okay. And he believes because he pays this child support that his responsibilities have been met. Uh, he has told us that That's he's fucking attending. barely anything. Oh, you you give you. It's like throwing an iPad at a kid and letting the fucking technology raise it. Yeah, you're some. Well, that's, what she, that's what he would probably do if she was what there. The f- this this uh, guy's a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. Uh, Jason has told us that he is attending therapy, uh, but we have since learned that he has been untruthful about it. Uh, of course, he's a fraud. Simone sees a child psychologist, but she seems to talk to the psychologist more about school and friends rather than Jason. Many of the comments have also suggested that Simone could uh, resemble Sarah, and that causes too many bad memories for Jason. That cannot, that could be possible, but Simone does not resemble Sarah at all. Simone looks like a young version of Nina with lighter skin and uh, slightly thicker hair. The issue seems to be that Jason just does not want to be a parent to Simone. That's so... So you're saying the kid looks more like his current wife? Yeah. Okay, so th- that means this dude's definitely definitely had an affair and probably killed his first wife. So. No, 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 his mom. Oh. The kid looks like his mom. Like, it looks like... His uh, his granddaughter looks like his wife. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry, I thought I was like, wait, it looks like... Yeah. I was like, okay, that's fucking suspicious. <laughs> it looks like his wife now. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, it looks man. like his. She looks like her grandma. Yeah. Uh, final verdict. Yeah, it probably wasn't the right time to say it, but when you have to really fucking say something and you can only you know hold it in for so fucking long, it's gonna get said regardless. Was the best time? No, but I don't think he's the asshole because um, this dude seems like a pretty shitty fucking dad. No offense. So. So. Not the asshole. We have had no assholes today. You've uh, you've acquitted everyone. Yeah, well, rightfully so, with given context. Yeah, that context is king, as Eric Bischoff says. Hell yeah, uh, pal. Pronouns. But uh, before we get into our song of the day, I did promise that we could talk about some lingering rock and roll news that we should have done before the bit. Yeah. But, alas... Here we are, because, you know, it's Guns and Radio, and that's how we roll. Get your shit, shit together! And... <laughs> That'll never get old. <laughs> um, Christopher. Yeah. Let's say, you ever get on Twitter? I know you're at C. Caputo 212. Yeah, and you're also at Dustin Burfin, so. That's right. That's right. It's, uh, uh, it's down there, guys. And I follow a lot of rock stars on Twitter. I know I follow Nikki Six and Axl Rose. Uh, not as many as I used to. I've gone, I've had a mass unfollowing. I unfollow people like WWE releases talent. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, sorry, budget cuts, pal. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't follow everybody such as Vince Neil. I don't follow Mick Mars if he's let's be real, probably old fucker don't even have a Twitter. I was gonna say someone else running his Twitter for him. <laughs> Same guys that run Izzy Stradlin's Twitter. I follow Brando, but I don't follow Tommy Lee. Uh however, uh, I did see Brando post about an incident that happened on Twitter involving one Tommy Lee, and I guess you've heard about it also. 
Yeah, it wasn't on Twitter. I believe it was on Instagram. Oh, it was Instagram. Okay. I believe it was Instagram. So uh, I don't know how this guy gets away with it. Tommy Lee has officially one-up Slash in the posting porn on Instagram uh, category because he literally posted porn of himself on Instagram. Oh, wow. So uh, he posted and I think it's still a... up there. <laughs> oh, is it still up? Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's still up or not. I have to check. I'm, I don't uh, want to check. <laughs> I'm trying to find a version of the photo that we can show on uh, on uh, on the show here without uh, without getting dinged too much. <laughs> yeah, dinged. we're going to get kicked off the air <laughs> and censored. Okay, so I'm going to download this image real quick. I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> delete it right after just burn, burn this computer after. <laughs> just got this new computer nope, now I have to burn it let me tell you the NSA is going to have a really good time with this yeah because like I randomly saw like Tommy Lee trending a while ago I was like oh what the fucking Molly no, Tommy Lee's trending. let's go look at his pictures and see what's going on yeah and it's when someone's like Tommy Lee hung AF I'm like what <laughs> well we already knew that I'm like, and, uh, shit, like, does this dude have, like, every hepatitis known to man? And he still hung his probably, fuck? Probably. <laughs> He's got I at mean, least seven STDs to his name. I mean. <laughs> at least seven. Okay. I mean, this is coming from one of the guys of the band where they said, yeah, we're not going to shower for, like, months on end, but still fuck women. Yeah, that's gross. So there is the picture in question. And it's been tastefully edited. Yeah. And <laughs> This is definitely on purpose, by the way. Oh, for sure. And let's get just okay. So now you guys have seen it. I'm tired of looking at it. I'm gonna. Yeah, I don't want to look at this eggplant. (laughs) Even with the eggplant, man, it's 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 hard to look at. So um, now that I've subjected you guys to it, uh, how old is Tommy Lee? Fifty, sixty. No, he's well. Let me actually look. I think he's probably in his fifties. I mean, well, Mick Mars we know is at least ninety four. So, <laughs> uh, Tommy Lee is fifty nine. Wow, what the fifty nine? And you're sharing dick pics on Instagram? Yeah, what the shit? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Jeez. Yeah, because you even look up, like, Tommy Lee. It says, Tommy Lee's wife posts funny reaction videos to viral nude photo. Dude, Mick Mars is 71. Wow. Anyway, Mick Mars is the hunchback of Notre Dame. He's looking at fucking videos of Molly Group playing. He's like, Uh, He's got that bone disease, though. Oh, that's true. But still, he's old as fuck. Fuck He's still a legend, though. Like, he's really... He has a really good guitarist. I mean, we just rip on him because he's old, but like still. We rip on him because he's old, but really, I mean, when it comes to that band, let's be real. Who's holding it together? Vince Neil? I don't fucking think so. Yeah. Even the best thing about this Tommy Lee thing, he reposts the same thing, but as art. Where it's like filtered (laughs) and shit. It's like, what? So this guy was just literally posted his his cock on Twitter to sell like an like an art or like some NFT or some shit. NFT of Tommy Lee's dick. Yo, who would buy an NFT of Tommy Lee's dick? Vince Neil. <laughs> Maybe Tommy yeah. Lee's wife. 
All right, Paul Stanley. It's Paul Stanley, uh, Black Girl. Um, I just wanted to say, everybody, that, uh, you know, NFTs is not a joke. And okay. I have recently started collecting NFTs and oh, uh, investing money in them. I bought my first one, uh, let's see, I believe it was yesterday. Oh, wow. Uh, let's see, let me Google Let me Google it real quick. <laughs> let me try to. Uh, five days ago. Oh, wow. Wow, damn. Yeah, because, so, you know, it's about the time that the dick pic came out. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> so can I ask you right now, Paul Stanley, are kids going to get into NFTs? Uh, well, kids have always been anything to make money because money is what makes uh, rock and roll rock and rock and roll is what makes the world go around. So, of course, I mean, uh, as long as, uh, you know, as long as America and Coca-Cola and rock and roll and God are all together and uh, holding hands in unity and bringing all the people together right here in Cleveland, Ohio, then, uh, yeah, I think everything is going to be, uh, we're going to keep doing NFTs. Oh, there you go, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, confirmed here on Guns and Radio, KISS NFTs coming soon oh, yeah, to but, uh, blockchain near you. Oh, yeah, but if you want the Tommy Lee Dick Pick, I'm, I'm sorry, somebody's already bought it. Oh, wow. That was quick. <laughs> Well, uh, it looks like probably uh, all the, the Twitter hoes probably got their copy of that Tommy Lee Dick NFT. I know, man. I wonder, did they do auctions when they do NFTs? Um, I think so. Like, there's there's certain ones that like they have make like five thousand of one. There's like some different versions. Whether there's like a one of one, or maybe like one of like twenty, and then they can space it like on the rarity and the price and whatever <laughs> how much amount there is. Can you imagine being the runner up in the Paul Stanley or in the uh, Tommy Lee Dick pick? Uh, NFT auction. Was so Stanley. close. <laughs> is that the one Paul Stanley going to? Oh, Wait, so I want to say fuck Paul Stanley because I was in that auction and I was in third in line. And second off, you know, I just want to say that it doesn't matter. It's an art form. Immunity is part of art, okay? And, yeah, and everybody's got a winner picture out there anyway. And so you might as well make an NFT out of it. And sell it and make a lot of money. So, with that being said, I would like to announce that uh, the Vince Neil Dick Pick will be coming out in NFT in about two weeks. Uh, we got to get the angle and the lighting just right. Uh, I got to find a good little hat to put on it and uh, maybe like a little mustache or something. That'd be real nice. And uh, and uh, we got to set the stage. But yeah, be on the lookout because the Vince Neil Dick Pick is up next. So, if anybody wants to complete the Motley Crew collection, uh, after me, it's going to be Mike Myers. So everybody can't answer that to. Thank you and good night. Oh, oh wow. wow, more more news coming out of Guns and Radio this week. <laughs> so soon we have Mot- Motley Motley Cock NFTs. <laughs> Motley Cock. We're going to put two dots over the O. So it's Motley Cock. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Instead of putting it over the U, we're going to put it over the O. <laughs> Who buys an NFT, much less an NFT? Listen, unless an NFT brings you money, I wouldn't fucking give a shit. Like, I mean, passive income. Now. I mean, it won't in a year. No, it'll take a long time, depending on some of them. Like, I know there's, I mean, like, NFTs, like, certain artists, like, sell, like, um, there's a site I know where, like, those, like, some artists will, like, release a song, and it's like, oh, I'm going to give, like, 5,000 whatever, like, tokens whatever the shit and you get like a certain oh, yeah. percentage of the royalties of that song i mean it's very small but like it's still something like how you can income passively whatever 
Holy shit, there's a lot of people apparently selling uh, dick pic NFTs, according to this article. <laughs> uh, so listen to this. this the title of this article is Dicasso and the Incredibly Stupid, Incredibly part Profitable World of uh, Dick Pick NFTs. Holy shit. Um, People have paid exorbitant prices for dumb art since the dawn of time. Why should a pixelated uh, illustrations of dicks uh, dressed like crabs be any different? And uh, let's see. Yeah, so uh, you might want to read this article. Oh, good Lord. How much? Okay, so the latest versions. Initial series of 100 dick pick NFTs uh, by a guy named Picasso. Uh, and it's a bunch of dicks in various costumes. Uh, the Do you call it Dick Picasso? That's hilarious. And uh, so one of them is the Cockness Monster, uh, <laughs> Count Dicula, uh, and Crab Dick being amongst uh, the writer, person writing his personal favorite. Earliest version of the series uh, sold for about $13 each, while latest versions are being sold for 536 If you purchase directly from Picasso, some are being resold by other buyers for as much as a million uh uh, as much as $29,506. Holy uh, shit, for dicks. Yeah, okay, hang on. And uh, let me get the screen up here so we can look at some of this dick pic art. Oh, my God. Because they're, they're, it's not real dicks. It's, of course, it's, yeah. It just looks like it. It's, it's like a dick you draw on your desk in a classroom. Yeah, so this is the cotton-ass monster. <laughs> it looks like a pickle. I love how you still have to verify your. This is Count Dicula. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what is this one? Oh, this is the crab dick. Okay. <laughs> if we get dinged for this, I'm going to be so mad because this is literally the stupidest fucking. Bro, it just looks like a tree. <laughs> it does. It just looks like Groot. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, dick pic NFTs are a thing. Oh my god. And it sounds like they're way more profitable than they have any fucking business being. Three thousand. If that's the case, Tommy Lee could fucking sell that for two million. I know, right? Buy your dick pic straight from Tommy Lee. Shit, you gotta make up for all those seats you're not selling on the stadium tour. <laughs> well, they might sell a few now. You had to remind people. Yeah, now they're going to put Tommy Lee front and center. Vince Neil's going to sing from behind the curtain. <laughs> oh my god, that is so stupid. <laughs> yeah, Tommy Lee's going to play home... I think he usually plays home sweet home on the piano or whatever. He's not going to play with his fingers. <laughs> actually, I play with his dick. That's another instrument he knows. It's, 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 the, it's the cock piano. You know... Some point in history, somebody out there has been to Motley Crue and saw Tommy Lee bang the drums with his dick. You know what's happened. Oh, yeah. It's probably high as a kite doing it. And luckily for all of us, it probably happened. Oops. It probably happened before the advent of uh, smartphones. Yeah, thank goodness. Unless someone brought it stuck in their camcorder. Yeah. Even then, have you ever watched that, tried to watch those old GNR tapes when people would bring in those huge camcorders and shit to 
Oh, like the early 90s shows, yeah. Yeah. Back when Axel would still jump in the crowd and beat people up, and you'd see like that little blur come running off the stage and dive into the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Before they had to like fucking like sneak into the mixer table and steal the pro shot. Mm. Whoever did that, you're a saint. I hope you keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, we need more pro shots from that era. Let's go, man. Yeah, we need the new New Zealand. Someone needs to rob Axel. Just fuck it. Rob him. Rob him blind. <laughs> you wouldn't find anything. There ain't nothing there. You're implying that he's working on something. Well, no, or wherever his vault is. I don't know. Maybe it's like 20 feet under. Is he like, he's there like ain't a, nothing like, in that vault. There's three something. pages Unless of Unless he robbed like, his record label. <laughs> Three pages of a book he started and then said, fuck this, writing is hard, and that's about it. <laughs> writing is hard. Durr, me right. <laughs> fucking get real. There is there is no vault. I was going to say, Rick Dunster should write his bio. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rick Dunster is uh, doing his bio in podcast form, I can tell you that much. That's true. I mean, so, maybe we can... Uh... You can be the official host of the, the Axel pod. Hey, Axel, hit us up. Let us do your life story as a podcast. I'll sit oh, here yeah. with you every week, and you can tell me any fucking story you want. I don't care how lame it is. And Which, come on, let's be real. I doubt that. If, the, if a motherfucker's laying on the floor in his kitchen shooting at a fly with a shotgun, then I don't think his life story is going to have too many boring chapters. He has a crazy fucking life. But I need the freedom to be able to say, bro, does this sound reasonable to you? Yeah. <laughs> I can't be one of those yes men in that scenario. I have to. I would have to be able to say, what point did this sound like a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the burning question. Yeah. Oh man, you ready to get into the song of the day? Uh, yeah, let's get into it. And we actually have an unreleased music video that leaked about three, four years ago for this one. So I'm calling bullshit on this video, dude. This was reported by a lot of sources that it was a leaked music video. It's just footage from the illusion tape. It's footage from '93 that we've never seen, actually. I don't know. Should we be showing this? Fuck it. Who cares? It's live footage. But guess what? Now that speaking of live footage, they're allowing that shit back on YouTube. Franz is back on YouTube, so go subscribe to him. Oh, uh, yeah, we're going to show this shit anyway, so who cares? I just don't want our whole fucking... Yeah, you know what? Let's roll with it. Fuck it. Roll with it. This is I Don't Care About You, the unreleased music video. Which, by the way, we ripped off of YouTube, so it is up there anyway. Oh, yeah. This is, I swear though, dude, this is from The Illusion. I believe this is from The Illusions. No, this is currently footage from the 93 of Skin and Bone stuff. Remember when we didn't know that uh, uh, Matt Sorum wore a wig? (laughs) 
And they did a good job choosing the fuck you and picking shots of axle movement so you can't tell this ain't the song he's singing. Probably all from the same show. Oh, maybe. Seems like he's wearing the Charlie Don't Surf shirt. Is everybody in the crowd Japanese? Because that'll prove my point. No, he was not. He was wearing the shirt in Japan. Like, literally, I could have made this with the illusion tapes. Yeah. But, like, they're just, like, promoting a cover album. What are you actually making originally? The deal just spent the whole budget on the album to make it since I don't have you, probably. Remember that music video was a fucking weird mind Oh man. He's saying fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Dizzy Reed banging on the bongos. Yeah, quick song Disney. review today. Very quick song. This is a punk rock one. Fuck you! Are you sure that's not from another music video? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm no, having a hard time. Look, it says, look, it's Guns N' Roses Music, Inc., 1994. Would have been around okay, the time dude. they were going to do promotion for Spaghetti and Six. It came out, what, 93 around there? When did Yeah, Yeah, that sounds about right for GNR. The goddamn album comes out in 93, and they start to promote it a year later. They were still promoting User Illusion in 94. The music video for Strange didn't come out until, like, 94 anyways. So they're still releasing videos for that ship until then. Didn't they break up in 94? No, Slash left in 96, and that's when oh, yeah. shit started. Then everyone, like, year after year, started leaving, whatever. Gilby was fired in 90, near the end of 94. Slash said, fuck this shit, I'm out in 96. Then Duff left right after. I think Matt Storm left somewhere by 97, so. Okay. Or he got fired, he said, fuck this shit, too, I don't know. Well, uh, let's give our final thoughts on the song we just yeah. listened to and the video we just watched. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll let you go first. I'm going to spit some facts in my review, too, about the song. Okay. Good idea. Since we didn't do a lot of that uh, initially. I believe that uh, I enjoyed it. I'm not I'm not going to say I hated it. Because uh, I didn't. I've never heard the original version. I like punk rock, but I don't love it. Uh Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite genre, but and Spaghetti Incident is not my favorite GNR album by a long shot. Uh, the video itself, I, I'm not going to give or take away points for the video because, like I said, I could have done that. I have the footage right there required to make this exact fucking video. I don't believe. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time believing that this is not just a lot of clips from the Illusions tapes, except for the fuck you part where he's flipping the finger. Uh, maybe. Maybe yeah. there's something there. but Because uh, I think he only does it once on the tapes. But uh, And I noticed Sorum's wearing a hat sometimes. Sometimes he's not. I can't remember if he wears a hat in um, the Illusion tapes or not. But um, I... Don't know why they'd fuck with making the video and not release it, but it's the video's just there. There's nothing really to it. I mean, anybody could have done that. Literally. I could have got with Franz and been like, hey, I need a clip of Axel giving the finger. I need this and this. He'd shoot that over my way. He could shoot it to me and I'd have this knocked out in a day. 
nothing to the video. So yeah, the video is not part of it. Looking at just the song, it does hurt it that it's a cover because I, I, I mean, Guns N' Roses has so many great songs. They don't need to be fucking covering shit. And it wasn't really fast enough to get bored with it or hate it. So, I mean, by the time you start like, man, I don't like this song. Well, by the time you get up and change the channel, it's already off any fucking way. So there's no point in that if you do hate it. But I don't hate it. I wouldn't change the channel. Um, hmm, it's kind of hard, though, because I'm, I'm kind of in the middle on this one. But um, I'll say three and a half and shut the fuck up. How's that? All right, this is pretty fair. Um, yeah, so this is I Don't Care About You. They covered Fear, which I think I'd like. The only other song I know from them was in like a Tony Hawk game. Um, I don't know. I don't know. The, the, other, the other song I know is like I Love Living in the City or something. I know. I think that's what it's called. That's the chorus. That's how I know it goes. That's like the only other Fear song I know, which is crazy. Hmm. Um, apparently, they're big fans of Fear, and uh, they decided let's cover them for this shit. I mean, the only... This probably gets like shat on because it's like the lead in song into um, something very controversial that ended this album, which we still have to review. <laughs> so, um, uh, for those that know, you know. For those that don't know, uh, just Google it. You, you, you'll find out. You maybe, I don't know. Perturbed. Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned for that. But uh, it's pretty interesting because, like, Gilby, we finally reviewed something with Gilby Clark on it in forever. So, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, and also a fun fact on this one, Stuart Bailey on backing vocals with Slash. Stuart Bailey, you may know, is Axel's brother. I did not know that. And also Slash does backing vocals, which Slash doing anything besides guitar on a track? Holy fuck. (laughs) Yeah, there's a song Slash actually sings one song. Well, Reckless Life doesn't need to do the intro. He goes, suck on fucking Guns N' Roses. Uh, Does that count? Kind of, unless it's like just like from the live, like a suicide, like live dub or whatever live was considered back in the eighties. Please kiss fake to the whole live album. So <laughs> allegedly, I have no fucking idea. But uh, it's it's a pretty good song. I mean, like it's not terrible. I mean, probably a counter worse on the Spaghetti Incident. Maybe I don't know, but like I feel like the Spaghetti Incident always gets like just just. Like disappointing, like oh that fucking album because like there's nothing original on it, it's just covers. Yeah. Like if they follow something up with like something original, I'd be like oh okay cool, it's a cool in between. You know this would have been like that next step, like like a GNR lies to yeah. what the Illusions albums were. This would have been like <laughs> GNR lies for the next album of the sort. It's like it's like oh yeah. yeah we were just playing some of these you know on the road. Let's just release the shit as B sides to all your Illusion singles at this point, honestly. Yeah. And like now that that's why I think like Spaghetti Incident gets flack for, but like they, a lot of these songs aren't terrible. Like Attitude's a good track; it's short but sweet. This one's also very short, but short and sweet. I think that's right to the point. Um, the only thing though with these covers, like a lot of them, just like I don't really care to listen to the original though. It's not like when Hookers and Blow, which we've been covering a lot of on the season two of Getting Dizzy with it. Like those, I actually genuinely want to listen to the original and actually compare and see what you know. Dizzy and his band did that makes it so different from the original or what they copied over and made their own. You know, a lot of these, I'm just like, ah, whatever. Guns N' Roses covered it. Usually Guns N' Roses does a song better than the original artist anyways. So, I mean, like, I don't really give a shit. Listen to the original. A habit of doing that most of the time. 
I mean, like, knock on heaven's door. Who the fuck listens to the Bob Dylan version? Anyone over 65, maybe. Uh, I have heard it on the radio, but I have not sought it out. No, I, I would never seek it out. The Guns N' Roses did the best version of it. That's the only way you're ever going to hear on classic rock radio anyways. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes they play the Bob Dylan version on KCMQ. Yeah, but it's like far and few. That's, that's yeah. what I'm you know, saying. Like, and so the odd time you'll hear Paul McCartney and Wings live and let die, but most of the time you're going to hear Guns N' Roses version of live and let die. Yeah. So, but like, this isn't okay. It's not terrible. Um, I'd probably go around the same lines. I'll give it a little bit less. Three and three. I'd say three out of five. Because it's not terrible. It's good. It's a good, it's a good punk rock song. It's like something like that, like you would hear them play live. It's like, let's just play some filler shit. Let's play a random punk rock song for two minutes. You know, I want to keep the show going. You know, when Axel's in the mood to like play for like three and a half, four hours, throw some of these in. That's cool. Yeah. But um and I'm sorry, black leather is still the best thing on spaghetti. <laughs> That song is fucking yeah. rules. Black Leather's my favorite. Black Leather. Going way back to season one. Oh, yeah. Episode or, 11. <laughs> or as we uh, have post-retconned uh, uh, Appetite for Discussion. Yeah, season one. GNR Alternative Facts. <laughs> alternative Facts. We should call it GNR Fake News. <laughs> <laughs> Junior uh, Infowars. <laughs> season three is Confuse Your Delusion One, which we will be adopting a little more of the Confuse Your Delusion moniker besides us just saying it in mm. the next season. And uh, yeah, man, we've got ideas for the others, but we don't want to give those away yet. Yeah. Uh, well, it, you can kind of tell what season four is going to be like. So there you have it. Yeah, boy. At least the the subtitle, if you will. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at our graphics here. And we have one last wheel spin of season three. Holy shit, really? Yes, this is our final wheel spin of season three. Because next week is the season finale Eve the yes. episode before the finale. The penultimate. As they would say. And next week we will announce the song that we have chosen to conclude season three with. Yeah. And uh, so there is no wheel spin for that. It's good because I make so many of these when I make them that I don't remember what they are. You're watching a video, is what you're watching, obviously. Yeah, if you're watching the video version on Spotify, if not, you're just hearing some fucking do-do-do-do-do audio. Yeah, so So when we make these, let me give you a little bit of inside baseball here. I take about 10 of them. I spin the wheel 10 times. I write them down. I make a video for them, which takes, honestly, about 15 minutes. Upload all the videos at once. And then I go in and I kind of shuffle them around and mix them up just to be safe because I don't want to know what's coming. And by the time we do our next episode, I've already forgotten (laughs) what any of them were anyway. (laughs) So um, if it's what we've chosen for the season finale, I'm going to be a little pissed. But I don't think that's the case. It would be a 1 in 300 chance. So... uh, Just hoping it's not rapid fire. Oh, my God. We, we spoke the devil. We had to. We haven't talked about them since season one. Uh, 
Yeah, well, let's find out. You ready to spin the wheel? Tap on the screen. Let's spin it one more time for the third season. Here it goes. Slow grind by Slash. All right. More Slash. Sure. There's some Slash territory there. Slow grind. Oh, man. Slow grind. <laughs> what album is this off of? Because I know you know off the top of your head. I actually don't know. No. Hang on. Slow grind slash. I feel like it's like living the dream. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> you were right. <laughs> so I was like, I know World on Fire pretty much. I'm like, this can't be World on Fire. No, okay, it's, so it's living the dream. It's It's number three. We've done. Have we done my antidote, or did I just listen? No, to No, we've done serve you right. I believe we my, did. My antidote is my favorite song on this album. I don't remember that song. I gotta listen to it again. My antidote and stereo. Uh, serve you right. We've done serve. We've done call of the wild. Yeah, actually, I have the database up here. Hang on, let me look. See what I've got so far. Uh, oh, we have some Call of the Wild? Oh, I don't have the rating for that yet. Okay. The one that you love, the one you loved is gone, and we done that we did, one yet? Yeah, we did that. We did Sugarcane. Yeah. And I think that's it. We've done like three or four songs off this album. Yeah, we have not finished an album yet, I don't believe. The only album we're close to finishing is like Chinese Democracy. Like yeah. Point. And yeah, maybe Appetite, but like that's it. Well, that's because we keep pulling appetite. People keep picking appetite songs when we put those fan polls up. The bonus show pulls up, yeah. And speaking <laughs> and, of those, man, like we, we're gonna have another one coming soon. It looks like. Yeah, let's see. Uh, we. I'm are, pulling up the anchor. Yeah, I'm pulling it up yeah. also. We have a race. Ninety-eight thousand one hundred and thirty-six plays as of this recording. Holy shit, not but a couple weeks away. Yeah, so we're probably going to have a big live episode, whether it could be before season four or maybe right after season four premieres. You never can tell. We're crazy about that. Yeah, because uh, I did promise 100,000 episodes going to get a nice live show. I'd love to do a watch long, but I think we're going to get, I don't know, we could maybe pull it off. We'll see what happens. Because right now I don't want our finale plans to get derailed. Because that's true, yeah. If we do have a finale and it goes the way I'm thinking it's gonna go, it's gonna be pretty cool. At least one segment's gonna be pretty cool. Yes, <laughs> I have a uh, feeling I know what you're talking about. So. Yeah, but for now, <clears throat> we'll we'll reveal more finale plans next week on the show because we'll be fucking out of time to get this shit together. Yeah. Uh, so next week we're going to reveal more plans. Uh, tune in to getting dizzy with it next this Saturday when we're going to be listening to. So you've already heard American Girl. We're listening to Godzilla. Godzilla, Godzilla. And I believe that's a Blue Oyster Cult cover. Yes, go go Godzilla. I remember Blue Oyster Cult did a song <laughs> called Godzilla. I'm pretty sure. Yes, they did. I have to double check. Like usually, what I do is like I look up like on Spotify. You can shows you the credits. So like, mm -hmm. let me look up the person who wrote this song, and I'm like, oh look, they're a part of. So you're right. It's Blue Oyster Cult. 
I'm pretty I'm a, sure it is. I'm 100% sure it's Blue Oyster Cult. And if I'm not, we'll find out next week on Getting Dizzy With It. Oh, yeah. You'll, you'll see us Saturday. That's right. But for now, <laughs> unfortunately, sadly, as always, it is once again time for Christopher and myself to, uh, well, to bid you adieu. Adieu, do. Adieu to you. And uh, we got to we got to go, man. We got to yeah. get out of here. Oh, I'd love but, to stay as long, but we got we got things to do. So, yeah, unfortunately. But right. that's going to do it for this edition of the Guns and Radio podcast. Come back on Saturday, and until next time, I'm Dustin Bones, and I'm Chris Caputo. Join us Saturday. We're still getting dizzy with it every, each and every Saturday. That ain't ending for a little while. Enjoy us next Monday, the second to last episode of season three. And you're going to see, you're going to hear, well, you're going to see, you're also going to hear what we got planned for our big finale, what song we're going to be covering, and what the fuck exactly is going to happen on our big season three finale. You're going to hear the number six moment of season three, which will lead into our top five as well. But until then, guys, uh, stay safe, peace out. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you are on social media at Guns and Radio Pod, and keep on rocking in that good old fray world. Except on Spotify. Fuck you, Neil Young.